This is Together 24-7, episode 28. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I am the husband, Barry. I'm the wife, Catherine. You better be. Well, you could you could get a mistress. No, um, I on couldn't. On my off days. I couldn't, because would you know, would you have to know about her or not? I don't really care. Really? I don't, after 20 years, I don't really care. Can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cost you a lot more than that, let me tell you. Oh, never yeah. mind. Never mind then. So why are we here, Kat? Oh, now you sound like the beginning of every networking meeting. Why are we here? Why are we here? We're we're at a networking meeting right now so that we can start drinking because it's happy hour. Oh, no, no, no. We're doing a podcast now, so that's what we're doing. So, uh, yeah. So today we've got Jeff and Michelle Nedry, and we know Michelle. We know Michelle from, hey, look at that, networking meetings. Go figure. And Jeff and Michelle are with Viking Premium Postcards. They do print and direct mail. They've been doing that for four and a half years now. They are married for the last 15 years. They're together 20 years. So they actually had that relationship thing going. It's a whole problem with commitment. It's that, right. They had the relationship thing going and then they got married and then they had kids. They've got a son, 13, and a daughter, 11. So we're going to find out if if, uh, Michelle and Jeff make them work for a living. Or if they just get off. That's easy. what you have kids for. Free uh, labor. That's, that's what I think. That's what I think. So uh, Jeff is originally from Minnesota. And listeners, can you put it together? We are talking to Viking premium postcards. And Jeff is from Minnesota. I don't get it, Catherine. Please explain it to me. So Jeff's a big Minnesota Vikings fan. So he named the company after. Jeff, do you have any Minnesota Vikings tattoos? Are you that much of a fan? Uh, that's the only thing I probably don't have Minnesota Vikings is any tattoos. Okay. Okay. And, Thank, his, and Michelle's thanking you for putting that thought in his head. <laughs> yeah. <She> is. <laughs> is that, is that Michelle, is that where you draw the line? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. Just a very positive person. Uh, he strongly believes in, in serving others, giving back and random acts of kindness and anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Michelle is a wife and mother of two wonderful kids. Uh, and Jeff Jeff plays dad in the uh, yeah. It doesn't say Jeff is a, a dad and father, father a wonderful or, father, or and husband, husband and well, father. Well, yeah. I think they might have actually filled this this part out themselves. So Rachel is eleven and Alexander is thirteen. Michelle has been in in Arizona for most of her life. Michelle, are you a Cardinals fan? No, no. Okay, so you're not. Are you a Vikings fan or or you don't give a hoot either way? I'm definitely a Vikings fan. You're definitely I have no choice. That <laughs> okay. is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Thank you, Monty. Were you ever uh, uh, an Arizona Cardinals fan? 
No, I wasn't even into football until I met Jeff. And then I was like, oh, great. I'll be a Vikings fan. That sounds good. Okay. Okay. So you, so you chose that. And is there baseball? Is there a love of baseball in your family? In yeah, the- definitely. I'm Twins fans. But we've sort of ad- adopted the Diamondbacks. Got it. Got it. Just like us. We uh, grew up Mets fans. We adopted the Diamondbacks. Mm. And then, of course, they break our hearts again. But that's what happens no. when you're a New York Mets fan. What are you going to do? Okay. Tough, tough week for you guys. <laughs> it was a very tough week. It was a very tough week. So uh, in getting into a little bit of the business, Jeff was in corporate America for almost 25 years. Done a ton of different things, mostly in procurement and operations. So, um, Jeff, were you a print buyer in, in the corporate world? No, I actually wasn't. Uh, really had very little, if anything, to do with print at all. Ah, interesting. You started premium postcards, though, uh, February of 2011. Viking, Viking premium postcards. Viking premium postcards. Why did I? Oh, I see what I did. I Don't see leave that I part out. Yeah, it's Viking. It Viking. Is Don't Minis- forget Viking. It is the Minnesota Vikings premium postcards. So now I've got to like do it 20 times to mention the name of their postcards. Um, good for our listeners, though, because you can order online and you don't have to be here in Arizona to uh, to get various printed stuff from them. But you guys started in 2011. Um, did most of the stuff for yourself, uh, the website, the technical stuff, the processes, blah, 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 blah. And you still had your day job. And, uh, and then you just went full time into this very recently. Michelle is Michelle, you're from a family of entrepreneurs, but you always worked for other companies. How come? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just never, uh, wanted to be an entrepreneur, I suppose back then. So I did, we did dabble a little bit in a family business, um, with my sister, my brother and I did, and that lasted about two years. And then I went back to working for corporate America. Okay. But it was Jeff that really wanted to get into, uh, in the business. And he's the reason you started to work for yourself or the two of you worked together. So you're doing something you love. You've got flexibility. You've got time. Uh, you've got the ability to go to really good restaurants at lunchtime for networking meetings. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. And so there you have it. Now the kids, they're old enough. What are they doing in the business with you guys? We don't actually have them doing too much. Uh, you know, we do a lot of, um, you know, like deliveries and prep for stuff because we do a lot more local business than we used to. Uh, and so Rachel likes to help us with that. She does have aspirations of one day becoming the CEO of Viking. So uh, we got to get her working on some stuff if she's going to learn the business. But uh, we have some time. Very good. Very good. And what about Alexander? Is he uh, helping out too? Uh, he'll carry some postcards every now and then. And that's pretty much the extent of what he wants to be involved in. Well, you know, if you, you give it only three more years and he could be making the deliveries for you. That's there right. You go. That's, right. that's only three years away, guys. Yeah, that's right. That's thanks right. For, uh, thanks for bringing that up. Eric. No problem. Did I mention that it's only three more years? Oh, my God. Start saving now for the car insurance. Start yeah. saving now. So what made you – so, Jeff, you were in – procurement, but um, not so much print buying. And I asked that because uh, I did a lot of procurement many, 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 many eons ago. Um, and, and, and I specialized in print buying. What made you go into print? And then Michelle, how did you come along uh, for the ride? How did you guys decide together that you could run this business and, you know, and do it successfully? Uh, well, it's an interesting story. Um, so uh, a friend of mine was looking into, you know, he was thinking of buying a printer and I'd worked with him, you know, for decades before. And, you know, 
asked me if I would run it for him and things like that. So I was doing a bunch of due diligence uh, to figure out if that was going to be, you know, something we might be interested in. Uh, about the same time, you know, Michelle was working for a direct mail place and loved what she was doing. But, uh, you know, there were some challenges there and, you know, kind of worried about the future of the company. So we were thinking, well, what would plan B be? So uh, what I ended up doing is actually, you know, in my corporate job, I'd, I'd done a lot of turnaround type activities with, you know, departments that were underperforming or other groups. Uh, so I put together a, a turnaround plan based on a lot of what I had learned in researching the print opportunity with my friend um, and pitched it to her company. Uh, but uh, they, you know, declined. Um, but we really sat down and talked about it and we just saw a phenomenal opportunity there. So um, we, that's when we started Viking. Okay. So let's, for our listeners, you created a plan. You created a plan for an existing company. You did all your research. You did all your due diligence. And they didn't want the plan, but you took you took most of that plan because it was a turnaround plan, like you said. Um, and you took most of that plan and or some of that plan and used it to create uh, Viking. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. We had to modify some things because now it was a startup instead of a turnaround for an existing business. But yeah, with a lot of what I was doing in my procurement background, you know, getting some of the right relationships and things like that was, you know, right in my, right up my alley. So that's it. You've got a plan. You've got to have a plan there. <laughs> and Michelle, how'd you come into all of this? How'd you yeah, go from where you were working? So you basically... Well, you, wait, you, let, let me just, okay. I, I'd like to ans- ask it a different way. Did you come in excitedly or did you come into it kicking and screaming super excitedly fantastic yeah i was ready for a change and i was driving 60 miles round trip to work and back every day and it wasn't fun anymore i'd been there over seven years and um was just super excited to to get to the opportunity to do this and to have the flexibility and it just seemed to all really fall into place again jeff having that plan and just being able to modify it to make this work for us. So it was awesome. And Michelle, tell us a little bit about your previous entrepreneurial experience. So you went into, you went into business with your brother and your sister. Mm-hmm. I don't see now I have both. I have the experience of both. Um, I, it's not really a business, but I own a building with my two sisters and my one brother. And I own a business, two businesses with my husband. I like it so much better working with my husband than with my siblings because <laughs> I just want to, and I'm the youngest too. So they, they still think I'm, I'm nine and a half years old and they treat yeah. me as such with a bandaid on your knee, with a bandaid on my knee. So, um, tell, tell us a little bit about that experience and how does it differ from working with Jeff? That's, that's going to be super interesting. I think. Oh, it's, it's so different. So my, I have a twin sister. Right. That's right. I never knew yeah. that until I read yeah. it in your bio. That's pretty cool. So I have a twin sister, Marilyn, who I'm super close with. Her and her husband started, oh my gosh, I don't even know how many years ago, a very, very successful manufacturing company um, creating docking stations that go into police cars. And they um, just had this amazing business. And they were just helping the family out, I think, you know. So they slowly but surely started to hire family members. I guess they started with my brother and I. They needed a sales team and they were like, you know, we'd love to help you guys out. Would you two be willing to come and work with us and, and help us, you know, with this part of our business? And we did, I mean, we jumped in together. It was very interesting. Um, how many years would you say I did that, Jeff? A couple of years. We did it for a couple of years. Yeah. Four or five. 
oh, was it that long? I guess four or five. So we did it for a few years. It was great. You know, but, but like you said, um, with any family type thing, um, you know, there's, there's definitely ups and downs for sure. Um, we, we all am managed to get out of it unscathed for the most part (laughs) for the most part (laughs) (laughs) my twin sister you know it's so funny she's we're 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 a very close family we all live here except for her she's moved away but um but we are still extremely close so I'm very grateful for that um and yeah so but working for my husband like you said total different experience um it's really different really really different and I do like this much better well, that's, that's good to hear. So the last sentence, <laughs> last sentence just kind of clinched it all. And it's, and it's so much, so much better. Yeah. Tell, tell our audience a little bit about the division of labor. Who does what in, in, uh, in Viking premium postcards? And see, now I got to say it like 20 times to prove that I actually know the name of the company that I've only known for the last three years. Um, who does what? Do your responsibilities overlap? How do you check up on each other without getting annoying? Uh, so it actually works out really well for us. So Michelle and I each have um, some very different strengths uh, and they complement each other really well. So as you know, Catherine, you've, you've, you've talked to her. She's very outgoing, loves to, you know, understand people and get to know me. I mean, she could spend an hour with you and find out more about your life than I would know, knowing you for 10 years. You know, she's great that way, which is awesome with like customers and any kind of customer service, stuff like that. I love doing, you know, strategic type stuff and, you know, business operations stuff that I've been doing for uh, a number of years. Uh, so, you know, she ends up being a lot more front office. I'm a lot more back office. And, it, you know, it complements each other really well. We have some overlap because, you know, as business owners, you know, we're both out there, you know, doing sales and stuff like that. Um, but we don't have too much overlap. And I think that, you know, the different core strengths each of us has really serves us well in the business. And do you check up on each other? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, we work out of our home. Right. So uh, we're about 25 feet from each other. Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, a lot. I think our biggest challenge sometimes is, you know, making sure that, you know, she's working on a lot of projects. I've got a lot of projects going. And then just making sure operationally we're doing the right thing. So we try to uh, use some tools, you know, it's like, some different, um, you know, project sheets and stuff like that. So we know what each other are doing. And then we're really, one thing that we've always had um, both personally and professionally together is great communication. Uh, So, you know, we don't necessarily, I wouldn't say we check up on each other. I mean, we're talking all the time. So that that makes it easy. I think that open communication really um, smooths things out with us. And it's, it's great that you actually have that physical separation of 25 feet between you, Catherine and I have a separation of three steps and a door, which is never closed. Sometimes. <laughs> we have a door. It's just uh, between us, Barry. So sometimes that works out to your point. Sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah, the, the only time we close the door between us is if we're both talking on the phone at the same time because we're both very loud. And we, we can't concentrate because we're listening to the other person's conversation. Make sure that uh, they don't say anything incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, Catherine. Yeah, Barry. <sighs> <laughs> so so guys tell us about since you you are so close together what is the or what you would consider the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement that you've had in business well that would be entrepreneurial right yeah that's usually that, that's, in uh, business it's entrepreneurial okay. yeah uh it's probably uh pretty recent for us so um just a few weeks ago you know we've been probably the last six months and 
uh, specifically the last two months, we've been going through some incredible growth, you know, which is an awesome problem to have. Um, but, you know, with that comes challenges. So I think, uh, you know, we've got two different styles on how we deal with um, stress and uh, I guess an enormous work volume for lack of better terms. Uh, and that's probably, you know, one of the first times where we've had a significant challenge. You know, everybody has, you know, little disagreements and spats and stuff, but uh, that was probably the most significant thing just because it was um, a pretty, it's a pretty big thing for us, you know, business-wise. And then because of the growth and, and everything behind it, time-wise, uh, it, you know, brought some challenges for us. And did it carry over into your personal life? A little bit. Uh, you know, I think the time piece was the the hardest part um, and still is a little bit. So, you know, it, as a business owner, you're always, you know, trying to um, be cautious uh, and with some of your expenses. So hiring staff and things like that, you know, you kind of grow it first and then hire the staff if you're trying to be successful. Uh, and so we're in that we're in that point. We're at that point right now where, you know, because we haven't hired some of the staff, enough of the staff that we need, um, the time constraints on both of us is pretty strong. So what happens is, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, especially in the evening, uh, we'll have some, you know, we try to be really good about unplugging. But, you know, as you guys know, having your own business isn't an eight to five job. So where we really feel it on the personal side is just some of the time we're not able to spend together, just relaxing like we would, you know, we're still spending some business time together and then, you know, business stuff comes up, but it, it definitely, it's, it's impacted us on the, the time piece of it. Sure. And, and Michelle, um, have there, has there been any time where you wanted to just strangle Jeff? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's so funny because our styles are so different. So he loves to, like, we have our time with our family, the kids, and then they go to bed. And then Jeff gets right in and he's working till sometimes one or two o'clock in the morning. He, he can do that. I cannot. Like, at nine o'clock, I'm done. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'd rather get up early in the morning and try to get caught up on stuff. And so his office is in our bedroom. My office is out in the family room. So sometimes that can be a little bothersome to me when he's up trying to work all night, but he, he does really well with that. And that's where our personalities, you know, and styles are different. So it's kind of interesting because I know sometimes he's like, Michelle, I know you have a lot to do. Why aren't you doing it? Well, I am not good after like nine o'clock at night. I, I just can't do it. So it's kind of interesting. That sounds exactly like us. That is so funny. <laughs> Except we don't have the office in the bedroom. Yeah, we don't have the office in the bedroom. Yeah. I, I would have to, uh, I'd have to strangle him then. Because I'm the one that's up till one, two in the morning yeah, doing that's the work. It. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, are you guys taking any steps now? You said something about hiring. Uh, have you reached that? For our audience, have you reached that point where you're where you're hiring, and how did you come to that decision? Uh, we are definitely at that point. So, um, you know, we sat down and talked about it because, uh, you know, I think both of us, family is very important to us. And, you know, we don't mind temporary uh, impacts to the family, like with our time and stuff. But long term, we know that's not healthy and it's not where we want to be. So, you know, Michelle and I sat down and said, you know what, it's time. We just need to take the plunge. So the interesting thing is we brought someone on for a few weeks uh, and, it did well. It wasn't supposed to be a few weeks, but that's how it ended up. But immediately we saw the benefit. So we brought someone in, and 
as we started push, you know, giving them more um, of the admin stuff where we really needed some help, we saw how much it opened up things for us. And it's one of those things where, you know, we definitely saw one plus one equals three with that, because the more that they could take on, the more we got freed up to actually, instead of being working in the business, I could work on the business, which is something I really want to do, especially for our long-term success. Uh, even that particular person didn't work out. Um, but we absolutely saw the value. And now we, you know, instead of doing like a part-time thing, we're actually saying, you know what, we're going to dive in full-time. We're looking at some office space. I mean, we're definitely at that point where we, we feel like the return is, is absolutely there for the investment we would have to make in some hiring decisions. Oh, so yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty excited. That's, that's great. So it, even what do they say? Even a, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. And this seemed to be like this person didn't work out, but you saw the benefit and now you can go forward with that. So that's pretty cool. And now being together 24 seven, tell us some of the ways that in uh, positive ways that it impacted your life. Some of the joys of, of being together and working together and, and having the family right there and working with you. Oh my gosh. So, um, I'll definitely answer that. <laughs> uh, we see it as a huge blessing to be honest. I mean, being both in corporate America, especially when our kids were little, um, you know, working, you know, eight to five, nine to five, like we did all those years. Um, we don't take any of this time for granted. It's so wonderful. I get to drive my kids to school every day. It's amazing. So the flexibility of that, and then also for him and I, when the kids are at school, like we can sometimes take off and go to lunch and have a nice lunch. And we know, you know, with the flexibility, well, we can make up for that later on today with whatever we have to do. It's just been great. Really, 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 really great to, to get to spend this time together. Yeah. And I think just to add on to that, you know, we, we're all about humor and, you know, we laugh a lot together. Um, and, I think one of the the best things we've seen is, you know, we've had some, you know, stress come up in the business. One of us will crack a joke with each other and stuff like that. And it really breaks it down. We can laugh about stuff. And, you know, we're trying to never, like Michelle said, we never lose that perspective. We see it as a, as a true blessing, not as a, oh my gosh, I got to go do this. Well, that's, that, that's great. And um, you did mention something, Michelle, that you guys sneak out. Kids aren't there. Mm -hmm. You go. You go for lunch, and it it may be lunch. Is and that it, lunch in quotes? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that lunch? <laughs> is that lunch in air quotes? But we won't get into that discussion because that's not what our podcast is about. Thank and so we really don't want to. And hear we don't want to know. And we don't want to know. But tell us a couple of other things that you do to separate family time from business time. Um, one of the things that's so funny just happened last week. We and we were able to do, to do this as a family because when we're here in the home, because our business is here, it's very easy. Like you know, after dinner, I can run to my computer and be like, "Oh, did I respond or what do I have to do?" So we had like several things to do that night, and I said, "You know what?" We just walked out of the house. We grabbed the kids, him and I, we jumped in the car, and I said, okay, we're going to go out to dinner first because <laughs> we have to eat. Then we have to run to the grocery store, and then we have to run to Target to get a birthday gift for a party one of them had to go to. But it was like we literally just had to walk out, and sometimes we have to do that, and it was so nice because we were there. Our business wasn't there, our computers, and it was like three or four hours of just awesome family time even though we were running errands we still had a nice dinner and and uh we're, we were able to do that that's sometimes you just have to walk out because as you know everything's right here all the time it's very easy to constantly be in the business and not in the family so yeah so, so we definitely try to unplug sometimes too and we can't do it all the time but you know like on the weekends or whatever we'll say okay you know what saturday we're just unplugged we're not 
answering any emails. We're not looking at that stuff. You know, we're just going to focus on our family. So just deciding to do that. Sometimes it's hard because we know, you know, uh, things are still going. Maybe hopefully, you know, not as much on the weekends, but, um, you know, just trying to do that. So, it, you know, it works out well just deciding to do that. And then, you know, it's easier once you do it. Make a decision, follow through. Absolutely. Make a decision, Absolutely. follow through listeners. Yeah. And so um, are you guys reading any business books right now? Anything that's uh, helping you along in, in getting your business to the next level? And what would that be? Um, right now I'm um, working on the slight edge and um, that book, and I love it. Um, are you familiar with it? I am not. Oh, okay. Um, it, basically what the book is about, it's about doing the same thing, it, it, just slight, something slightly different, whether that's every morning you decide, you know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to spend 15 minutes doing such and such, whatever that is in your life, and doing it daily for that same amount of time, just doing something slightly different than what you normally do over time makes a huge impact in your life, your business, you know, whatever that goal is you've set for yourself. It's a great book. I have to find, I have to remember who the author is. We'll, we'll find it. And for our listeners, it'll Olson. I'm something sorry. Olson. Olson. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll find it. We'll put it on the show notes for our listeners. So okay. they'll be able to find the book and get it. Yeah. Connect right to the book right there. And if you can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would that be? I guess I would say, uh, you know, boy, the communication is the key and definitely segregating um, the personal from the business. So one thing that we really work hard on, like I mentioned, is the communication piece. But, you know, if we have uh, a disagreement on the business stuff, you know, boy, when we walk away and we're with the family, it's, you know, we don't carry that with us. It's, it's very, you know, hey, we're, we're a family, you know, I love you, you know, let's, let's always show that respect and love and really trying to separate that, especially when you're doing stuff out of your home, like we are, it can be, it can be a little bit of a challenge, but just, you know, making that choice to, you know, hey, that, that's separate. We really try to focus on the, the problem and the issue and not, you know, well, you didn't do this. It's like, okay, this didn't get done. And little things like that really make a difference to focus on the issue, not the person. And, and I think that's really helped us to, you know, not be one of those statistics of people that either kill each other or have, have other problems, um, you know, from working together. That's, that's some great advice. Kill each other or have other problems. Have other problems. <laughs> There's the one big one and there are other little problems. It's all perspective. <laughs> how, how, how big to dig that hole in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how hard will that be? Yeah. Oh, do you have to hire out or what? I know. I know. <laughs> so let's go ahead and switch gears a little bit and head on into what we like to call the food round. So, guys, tell us, what is your favorite meal to cook together, or what's your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? <laughs> um, it's going to be different for both. <laughs> um, I personally love any kind of Mexican food. I love, love, love Mexican food. Um, and I would eat it every day if Jeff would let me. So, Jeff, tell him what yours is. And I'm the other extreme. I'm a big su sushi fan, which Michelle does not like at all. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, if I sneak out on my own for lunch, I can run down to the sushi place and have have that raw fish that nobody in my family but me apparently likes. <laughs> well, most sushi places have cooked food. I don't do raw, but I do different types of sushi. Yeah, the, some of the things that you eat are raw. We just you just try don't to avoid thinking that they're raw, but <laughs> there's there are some raw things that you do. The shrimp is not raw. The shrimp is Trust not raw. Me. 
But the smelt row eggs are smelt raw. Smelt row is raw. That's raw. Right. That's right. But, but the sushi places always have regular food. Michelle, be nice to your husband. Go with him for sushi. You can get something else. Jeff, I be could. nice to your wife. Go with her for Mexican or, Thank you, you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and guys, last question of the food round. Red, white, or beer? I'm red. I'm I'm red with dinner or beer otherwise. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and take a break to hear from our sponsors. And we're going to come on back with our guest pet peeve of the day. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And now it's time for our pet peeve of the day. So, Catherine, would you like to introduce our special guest pet peever? Uh, We've been... uh, Interviewing our special guest, Pet Peeve, right now for the last 30 minutes. I'm trying to make it exciting. Okay. All right. It's a pet peeve. It's it's not exciting. It's just irritating. All right. So <laughs> The pet peever or the pet peeve? The pet peeve. Well, they're okay. all, yeah, they're, they're a pet peeve, hence, hence the name. Um, anyway, so Jeff's got, uh, <laughs> and you interrupted me. Jeff's got a pet peeve. <laughs> Jeff, tell us a little bit about your pet peeve, um, how it manifests. And, and- why, you, why you think it's so horrible. Oh, did I interrupt you, Catherine? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you made this easy. Uh, my pet peeve is when someone consistently interrupts you. And I think the reason that annoys me, I think it shows a, a, a pretty big disrespect for whoever's trying to talk. So a lot of times I see people interrupt, and it's like, if you just let that person finish, they're going to tell you what you just interrupted to ask. You just got to let them have that chance. So if I see somebody do it over and over, it drives me insane. Are you done? Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> are you done now? Are you just, are you done? No. <laughs> Every once in a while, I think people will jump in because you got to get excited about something to say. But I I get the constant interruption, the constant having to jump in, it's, finish it's a like, thought. It's like a heckler. You go to a comedy yeah. show and like if somebody does one little heckle, it's like, oh, okay, it, 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 it works with the show and then if they keep doing it i just kind of want to go over there and and hurt them 
a lot. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's funny because I for a while, you know this, Catherine. Obviously, I I taught computer repair at a local trade high school for a semester or two out here, and there was always that one student that would interrupt, try to make dumb jokes. They weren't good jokes like mine are. Yours aren't good jokes. Oh, they're so good. But, you know, and, you know, the one time it's okay, but after a while it just is, okay, shut up. Just, <laughs> just, just sit there and learn something. But, yeah, so I do get the, the interruptions and why that's so annoying. Okay. So great, great pet peeve. And, and, and li- listeners, I'm interrupting you, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> because listeners, if you have a pet peeve that you'd like us to talk about on the show, send us an email to pp at together247.net. I almost forgot our, our email address. Uh, pp at together247.net with your pet peeve. And if we like it and hasn't been used before, we'll go ahead and use it on a future episode and give you credit for it. And listeners, if you're the person who keeps interrupting, stop it. <laughs> stop it. All right. So thank you guys so much for being a part of our show. You can get in touch with Viking premium postcards at www.vikingpremiumpostcards.com. Do you guys just do postcards? No, we actually do uh, just about everything in print. We started off doing direct mail, which was you know why the company was uh, so specific. But then we uh, evolved into doing tons more print. So now our business is about 50-50. So now just about anything print, uh, we can help. Okay. And listeners out there, your whatever it is that you order, your business cards, your postcards, your whatever, can be shipped to you. So it's not just for our listeners here in the Arizona area. And I know we've got listen. We actually have listeners all over the world. We do. It's so exciting. It is. It's very exciting. It's like people want to hear us. But anyway, www.vikingpremiumpostcards.com. You can email Jeff. And Jeff is G-E-O-F-F. You'll see this on the uh, show notes page, but it's G-E-O-F-F. Jeff at vikingpremiumpostcards.com or Michelle with two L's, Michelle at vikingpremiumpostcards.com. Guys, thank you so much for being guests on our show. Thanks for sharing with uh, with our listening audience what it took for you guys to go into business with each other, getting those kids involved, and just going forward from here. So glad that you're, you guys are getting busier and busier. That's really neat. That's cool. And thank you. Just yeah, for- thank, thank, thanks so much for having us. Yes, thank you. And goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you next time. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.